0: good day everybody welcome to talking the word i am pastor josh and i am pastor matt and today this is talking the word our topic today um as you all know we have this virus going around called coronavirus so we're going to kind of talk to you guys a little bit about fear and so that's our topic today our topic is on fear um I look at it this way, and that is, you know, with the situation at hand and with the way the world is right now and, and with everything going on and how things kind of slowly shut down, um, you know, God does call us not to be fearful of, mm-hmm. of anything. Yes. Um, for he has a plan, a purpose, and it's all going to work out for his glory because what the devil means for bad, the Lord means for good, and he's going to do something great from it all. But uh, I want to kind of dig in here with a had a couple of passages of scripture here I wanted to kind of bring to you guys. Um, um, here sure. and uh one of them here is in it's a uh, it's first john it's a uh, 418 mm-hmm. um and it says for there for there is no fear in love mm-hmm. but perfect love casts out all fear mm-hmm. for fear has to do with punishment and whoever fears has not been perfected in love mm-hmm. and i like that because i, I like how he letting us know that you know that um there is no fear in love that his love casts out all fear and that regardless of the situation at hand you know we don't need to be fearful of of what god's no. doing no. um because no. god's doing something great in this and and, mm-hmm. and and this is you know i think that you know god's using this not see this is this way i think god's using this because he, he placed our president in a position and he, he gave us the present we have to help kind of direct us back towards God. Yes. And I think with this five, it's like God's word says that any nation that bows before him, bows mm-hmm. before for him cries mm-hmm. out and asks for forgiveness and turns yes. from the wicked ways, God's going to deliver from any disease, yes. war, famine, whatever it That's is. Right. Chronicles seven, yep. 13
1: and 14 says that <laughs> it speaks of that scripture that I've got, Josh, that the Lord gave me that I'm going to share, uh, uh, with you is in Second Timothy 1 and 7, where the Apostle Paul writes to Timothy and he tells Timothy, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And I think you agree that there's a lot of people in our nation, in our community, our entire culture and society, our population at large people are just going crazy. I mean, they are, think about, think about the fear that is gripping people. I mean, I was, uh, getting groceries, just getting the weekly groceries that I would normally get for my family, you know, milk, eggs, bread, that kind of thing. And there were people that were just grabbing stuff off the, off the shelves. And, and it was like a panic mentality, almost like this, this panic mindset overtook everybody. And, um, And I remember they, I was at our local Walmart and they had just gotten a truck in and they no sooner backed the truck in and they were pulling pallets out of the warehouse, the back, you know, out of the storeroom, through the doors into the, into the store itself. And they were putting them in between the rows of the aisles and they started cutting open those pallets and they were putting all the product out on the shelves. And as quick as they were putting that product out, people were taking it and they had, um, literally two pallets full of toilet paper oh, wow. and like ants to a picnic they had they had it stocked up there was charmin and Angelsoft and cottonelle and all this and people were going to get it and they had a sign out there that you had to limit to and um and i remember thinking to myself you know before they did that how many people were filling up carts with 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 toilet paper paper towels all these products and stuff
0: what, what drives people to do that, Josh? It's fear. It is fear. It, it It is one of those things that tends to drive people to do that. And uh, because our minds can be easily manipulated mm-hmm. um, based off our circumstance, because what we tend to do in our circumstances mm-hmm. is when we hit a tough situation or trial in life, that seems yeah. to be, that seems like there's no end and seems to be greater than yeah. anything. We tend to, we tend to cave and mold. And that's how the devil works is he tends yes. to cave us to the fact that we, 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 we tend to take it into our own hands instead of lift up to God. And sure. um, <clears throat> I like to read this is from Isaiah 41, 13. It says, for I am the Lord, your God, mm-hmm. who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, do not fear, for I will what? help you help you and i yes. like that because because in a situation like this we don't need to fear because god tells us that he is there he will help yeah. us and, and and i look at this it's like a valley it's like he says in 23rd yes. psalms how you know i walk through the valley of the shadow of death i fear my no evil for his rod and staff will comfort me that's right and and he is that rod he is that staff mm-hmm. that is comforting us as we're walking through this valley in this hard yeah. time yeah. and uh and God has a plan for this, you know. He's allowed sure. this for a reason. He's allowed he this because He's trying to get a hold of people's hearts he is. for people to understand that, hey, you know, for us to understand that one, life is short. Life is short. Um, we're not promised tomorrow. We're not. Um, so we don't need to worry about. Yeah, yeah. I think it talks in Matthew about um, how He tells us that we're not to worry about tomorrow. We're no. not to worry about take no thought. Yep, take, take no, no thought, thought into tomorrow.
1: He said in John chapter fourteen, verses verse one, Jesus said. Let not your hearts be troubled. If you believe in God, believe also in me. Yep. Then, he say, then he speaks, you know, in verse 27 of John 14, when he said, Peace I give unto you, my peace I leave with you. Not as the world gives do I give this to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. The psalmist said in Psalm 27 and 1, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? The psalmist is saying that, Josh, because he's saying, the Lord is my light. He's my shepherd. He's my, you know, he is my salvation. So who should I be afraid of? And like you said, difficult times and trying times like what we're seeing now. I'm 48 years old, and I've never seen anything like this. I lived through the Cold War. I lived through Y2K. I lived through 9-11. Um, I've lived through a lot of crises in our flu, country, and, now, yeah. flu, and, and we've ball. seen a lot of things come. I don't know exactly why this particular virus is causing so much panic. Because you just quoted a couple of things in in the last probably 20 years, we've had we've had strains of of, of flu viruses and strains of of, of, of viral infections. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was just reading some statistics on the H1N1, the swine flu and there was 60 million people in the United States of America that that can that contracted that yeah. that virus and about 13 and a half thousand maybe 13,600 13,700 something like that died from that. We have yep. only had right now 69 deaths that are that are noted that are that we know of in the United States and I keep thinking to myself what's going on here. But That's caused such this great panic. And I think what happens is, is when you have panic and you have fear, it causes hysteria. It causes people to do crazy things. And and it's like Jesus said in the scriptures, you know, take no thought for tomorrow. He said, don't worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about about what you're going to eat, you know, what you're going to put on for clothes, uh, you know, where you're going to lay your head. Jesus said, consider the birds of the of the of the air consider the lilies of the field he said if God can clothe them if God can feed them are you greater aren't you greater than them I'm just paraphrasing but Jesus said aren't you greater than them and he said where's your faith and you know the the thing that we have to to realize in Philippians four and and verse six and seven it says be anxious for nothing yep don't be afraid okay but it says be anxious for nothing but In everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Then it says, "And the peace of God that surpasses that surpasses all understanding Mm -hmm. will keep your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus." A lot of people are troubled in their mind; they are, and and a lot of people are troubled in their spirit. Even Christians, I mean, you've got people um, in that. In some some churches, some mega church pastors, and other churches, that are basically saying this is the apocalypse. This is going to be the plague from Revelation that wipes out one third of the one third of the Earth's population. I'm like, you're you're getting that wrong. You're getting that wrong. That's not that's not what we're dealing with here. We're dealing with a a a a panic, a hysteria a virus but it is not a plague by no means i mean there's nothing of that sort but what we're seeing is you're seeing what what's what happens when people give in to fear and and you see the stock market it's been up and down like a roller coaster yeah you see uh people are people are doing different things i mean we were talking about it off air that you've got restaurants that are closing businesses that are shutting down people are saying you can't do this can't do that And I understand you have to take precautions. And I think we have to use wisdom and and knowledge, but, and understanding when we're dealing with something, but, but to give into fear, that's just giving into the enemy. The enemy wants us to be afraid. The enemy wants us to, to, you know, you know, walk around, you know, you know, covered in, covered in a hazmat suit, you know, thinking (laughs) we're going to get, you know, and there's people out there that, that, that are you know that are worrying those that are yeah that are worried to death and and uh and they're gonna i think more people are gonna die from worry and fear than of this virus i really do because
0: what does worry and fear do it robs you of your health your mental well-being your well the main thing is all this is too that more people die from just the general flu alone, yeah, this virus has yeah, killed so far yeah, here in the U.S. Yeah. Well, you know what they, you know,
1: it's, it's interesting because there's been statistic after statistic that's come out and trying to tell people, look, you know, this is, well, this may be serious. It could be worse. But look at how, you know, more people die from drowning in a pool or in a bathtub. Yeah. Then more people, you know, die in car accidents every yeah. day in the United States than this virus. So I, I think I think what 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 fear does, Josh, is it 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 doesn't give people a proper perspective. Mm-hmm. But the disciple and this this whole thing reminds me, and I was reading about this, this whole thing reminds me of a, a story I was reading in uh, in the scriptures and you know this very very well and um, um, you know Jesus is when he was on the earth during his earthly ministry, Jesus at one point um, you know was in, in Mark chapter 4, <laughs> Jesus is in a boat with his disciples yep. and a storm comes and his disciples, are fearful, and they they think this is terrible. This is a, this is a horrible thing. What's happening to them? And yeah. if you read, um, if you read the fourth chapter of the book of Mark, the Bible tells us, you know. And here's the thing: you got to remember, Jesus is speaking of parables here. Okay, and he's talking about, and then you read in verse thirty-five through thirty-nine, you hear the story where. You know, Jesus in the evening said, let's cross over, they cross over, and then a great windstorm arose in verse 37, and the waves beat into the boat, and so it was already filling with water, verse 38, but he was in the stern asleep on a pillow, and they awoke him and said, teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Verse 39, then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, peace be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said to them, "Here's the catch: Why are you so fearful?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How is it that you have no faith?" And they feared exceedingly, and said to one another, "Who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey him?" That's verses thirty-five through through verse forty-one. But you notice, Jesus said, "Why are you so fearful?" Yeah, he calmed the storm. Now they were afraid, and and the disciples are an illustration of how a lot of people are today. Yeah. They're thinking, doesn't anybody care? Doesn't anybody know? And I think the thing that you talked about is that we give into fear. We, we, we let anxiety and fear overtake us. And then we, that what does fear do? Fear causes you to become anxious. It causes you to become hysterical. It causes you to panic. It causes you to do these crazy, crazy uh, things that, that make people that make people just, just, Obviously, act in a way they shouldn't. (laughs) But yet, what's Jesus say? Jesus told Jairus, whose daughter died while he was leading Jesus to his home to pray for her. And a woman has touched the issue or touched the uh, uh, hem of Jesus' garment. She had an issue of blood and she was healed. And no sooner than Jairus seen this woman healed and seen the miracle that took place when she touched Jesus, then his servants came and said, your daughter's dead. Don't trouble the Lord anymore. And Jesus turned to him and said, do not be afraid, just believe. And I think that the disciples and 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 every story in the Bible where you see an individual that's overcome with fear. and, And the Lord has any involvement in this story, whether it's a miracle, it's teaching, it's a situation like calming the storm. The thing that Jesus marveled at was their fear. Mm hmm. And I think that fear and the Apostle Paul said, God doesn't give us a spirit of fear. So where's the spirit of fear come from, Josh? It comes from the devil, it of does. course. The does. devil wants to get you afraid. He wants to
0: get you troubled. And if he does that, then he's got you. He's yeah, he does. He, he's able to pull us away from God. And it's like Amen. it says, it's like I mentioned earlier uh, found yeah. the passage. And it's in Matthew 6, uh, yeah. 34. And it says, therefore, do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. will Worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble. Of its own, mm-hmm. and I like that because you know God, does, God doesn't tell us to worry about tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I think with with the situation here, a lot of people are worrying about tomorrow. What's going to happen tomorrow? What if this happens? it's like, don't worry about it. No, give it up to God and give it to God's hands and see. See, I think one of the best ways that we can go about solving mm-hmm. this issue is is if everyone just took a deep breath and mm-hmm. said, "Hey, we're not going to worry. Mm-hmm. We're going to trust that's in God's hands," mm-hmm. and. And by doing that, we're turning to mm-hmm. God. We're mm-hmm. turning away from ourselves. We're giving ourselves up. We're trusting God. And mm-hmm. then from there, you're gonna see a miracle working. You're gonna see mm-hmm. this thing just dissipate rapidly because yep. when you when you just let God come in, it man, you'll be you'll be you amazed. Will. And and I like that because I like how the President did it on Sunday, how he declared that day a national, national day, day of, prayer of prayer because you know, like he said in his post, his Twitter post, yeah. and that is, you know. Every great event they've ever had, we've always had a day of prayer where yep. we've all as a nation gathered and prayed Go to God yes. um, for help. Because, you know, I like our president because he understands and knows that, yeah. you know, by praying to God and by going to God in prayer, yes. he's the one that's going to help us too. And so I like that's our right. vice president, how even he, yes. how he's running the, the coronavirus task force. Yes. You know, and he spends he spends every day and any chance that he can, he's praying and asking the Lord, to yes. Give me the strength to do this. How do you want this done? How should I lead? And asking the Lord for advice. I think that's awesome because because if you notice over time, every time they went and asked the Lord, what do you want us to do? the lord prevailed it's yes. just like with israel they went you know the lord told them here's what i want you to do they did it when they you know they would pray before they went in mm-hmm. um how do you want us to go about this battle yes. today and they did it's just like with gideon mm-hmm. going in mm-hmm. you know he prayed the lord answered yes. and the lord was like here's what i want you to do with trumpets and lights and we're not going to use weapons we're just going to stir it up and i watched me do my magic yes. and and so yes. i see that with this yes. today with everything we did you know it's like general MacArthur. Uh, back in World War II, he yeah. prayed and asked the Lord, yes. you know, about a yes. battle he was in. And the Lord answered yeah. and he was victorious. Well,
1: and- God, God told King Jehoshaphat, the prophet of God spoke as an oracle of God, spoke to King Jehoshaphat, told him, put your put your worshippers, your singers out front. And he said, the battle is not yours. It's the Lord's. That's right. Amen. And, to that. And, yeah. and Gideon, you mentioned where Gideon, um, you know. He had 30,000 men, and God whittled it down to 300 against this great Assyrian army. And yet um, God told Gideon, if you fight with 30,000 men, it's too many, because if you fight and win, you'll think you did it in your own power. So he asked if anybody was afraid or wanted to go home, they could go home, and they left. And then he's down to 10,000. And then the Lord said, well, you're still too many. Take them down to the brook and and have them drink. And those that lap the water like a dog, those are the ones that you keep. The rest of them, you send home. So he whittles it down to three hundred men. But what did Gideon do? Gideon was a man of valor, and and Gideon was a man of, of Gideon was a man of valor and was a man of of great uh, uh, of great obedience to God. Yes, he was. And so he did exactly what God told him. But again, it's very easy to look at a situation and say it's impossible. And God's anyway. not going to take care of this. This isn't going to work. You know, there's people right now that are saying on the news, saying in the media, saying on social media, whatever platform they have, you know, this is the end of the world. Economy's going to crash. Yep. The nation's going, going down the drain. What they don't realize is that is that God is, is in, in the middle of this. I told my wife this. I've told anybody that'll listen to me. I said, God is working his plan something big's going to happen. God's on the move. You know, sometimes in these situations, it tries and tests your heart and your faith, but yet God's still in control. And I think that, um, you know, the Bible says in Romans 8, 28, for we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, the called according to his purpose. And Pastor Josh, people get afraid and they get fearful. Fear is something that is an emotion that affects everybody. Yep when you're told by your doctor, you have cancer, and it doesn't look good, the first thing we think of is, in all honesty, is I may die. I may die. Um, you know, we people right now in this situation are thinking, am I going to have a job in three weeks? Am I going to have a job in a month? Am I going to still have food on the table? Am I still going to be able to pay my mortgage? Am I still going to be able to pay my car payment? Things like that. Fears everywhere. Yeah, and, and, and you you think about that and but yet God tells us and what you said so clearly in the scripture, perfect love casts out all fear. It does. And, and God it. is in control. And Jesus said, you said what the Lord said in Matthew 6. Jesus said, take no thought, don't worry about it. That's easier said than done. But when you serve God and you've served God any length of time, you can you can honestly say, I don't know, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Yeah, we don't but I know who holds tomorrow. That's right. Amen to that. And because he holds tomorrow, I know my Lord says, don't worry about tomorrow because let's face it, we may not make it to tomorrow. You know, Amen. tomorrow's not promised to any of us. Nope. And I don't say that to be doom and gloom because I'm not. I mean, it's very real. I mean, I, I, you know, I had a an example and I don't want to but I, I did a funeral in January um, for a, la- a young lady that is a friend of mine here in the community And I and her grandmother had passed away and I had to go up uh, and uh, several, you know, several miles away from here and did the funeral. And then we had a burial. And I met the uh, funeral director of the funeral home I was working with. Wonderful man. And uh, really a nice man, a nice guy. And uh, three weeks ago, three weeks ago, he passed away. He just he just went to went to bed one night and then never woke up. Now, did he know that 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 when he went to sleep that night that that was the last night he'd be on the face of? Yeah. Nobody knew. I had a pastor friend of mine, the pastor in the community, that was just a little bit older than I was. Um, and uh, you know, he went to sleep, went you know one night and 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 passed away. So I'm saying is tomorrow's not promised to any of us, but yet we're so fearful about the future, but yet but yet, the future's not promised to any of us, so we have to live. Just for today, March the 17th, 2020, it's Tuesday. I'm going to live and serve God and, and walk in faith, not by sight, and trust in God. And if I and if, I, and if tomorrow comes and I'm, I'm, I, I wake up and God gives me another day of health and another day of life, then I'm going to tackle that day. But I can only focus on right now. Yes, you can plan your life like you're going to live forever and live a long time. And and plan for the future, and you can prepare for the future, and you can establish some things to help yourself. But ultimately, you've got to live one day at a time. Yeah. And 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 a lot of people, I think, are fearful because they fear the unknown, they fear the future, they fear, uh, you know, what what lies ahead. But what does Jesus say? Do not be afraid. Only believe. And I think it comes mm-hmm. back to what you said. Way back, a couple of podcasts ago, when you said bad things happen to even good people. Yeah, they do. And you said when bad things happen to good people and bad situations happen, a lot of times for the unbeliever, and you said this very clearly, for the non-Christian and for the unbeliever, they take this, this, this horrible approach and response is that it's the end, everything's going to fall apart. But for the Christian believer, they're not afraid. I'm not going to be fearful. I'm not going to be overwhelmed. I'm just going to continue... To walk in faith, and I kept thinking about that because that's where we're at now. Jesus said it rains on the just as well as the unjust. Yep. So let's face it: there's restaurant owners in in the in the United States that are Christians. Yeah, there's men and women that own restaurants, diners, uh, you know, you know, little 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 food stands, food trucks, catering catering companies, whatever you want, and they're getting hit just as hard as the non-believer. Yep, there are there are. Christian small business owners out there, and there are, are non-Christian yeah. small business. So everybody across the board is getting affected. Everyone this. is. Everyone's getting affected. But the thing is, is look at how they're handling it,
0: and look yeah. at and look at the fear that is just gripping. Yeah. And see see how we should be responding to yes. the situation, and everything, yeah. um, in a positive way. How we sure. technically should be responding, especially as Christians, because this is a time to really ex- to really exemplify Christ mm-hmm. and Amen. really be that light in this world. And that is that is through this time we should come together as Christians yes. and say, you yes. know, I'm not going to worry about uh, this virus or what it has with yeah. the effects. Yes. I'm going to sit here and I even know we're in a trial time and and everything seems like there's no end, there's no hope but I'm going to sit here and I'm going to worship and praise God because God's greater than the highs the lows god's Amen. greater than any disease he's greater than anything i've ever faced there's Amen. no disease or sickness or anything in this world that that is above god that is greater than god for god is above all and he is greater and and we should be sitting here singing praise to god saying lord thank you we should be Amen. praising god for this saying lord thank you for this because through this you have given me the opportunity as a christian to be an example in life Amen. on a deeper level and Amen. we're called to that every day and i think as christians if we all just took this time and and not only just prayed to God and asked the Lord yes. for his guidance and wisdom, but also just worshiped together to mm-hmm. God and said, Praise you, Lord, and 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 proclaimed his name and said, Lord, yeah. you are greater than all this. For I'm not gonna worry about tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna trust you. I'm oh, gonna man. put all my faith in you. And I'm not gonna worry about what takes place before your plan is greater than than anything I have, any of my dreams. Mm-hmm. And 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 I, and I and as Christians, we should be like, I'm not worried about what this what's gonna take place here <laughs> because when I when I die and I go to heaven, when I die, I know where I'm going. I'm going to heaven to be with Him. Man. So, so why should we worry? We should be like, hey, I'm going to take this time to share that gospel. Someone who may not know Him, who may be fearful. And so, I think as Christians, we need to take this time yeah. and worship and praise worship. God and yep. thank God and say, Lord, yep. thank you for this, and yep. um, you know, and ask Lord, how can I be used as a light mm-hmm. to impact the world? Because yep. I guarantee you this: the minute us as Christians start living that way, start worshiping God, Mm -hmm. start praising God and start being Mm -hmm. examples and lights Mm -hmm. like we're supposed to be right now. You'll start seeing a change in the, in the country and everyone's response to everything, but you'll start seeing how, you know, you're turning away. Well, you know what you're doing? Jesus said, let your, in the same,
1: in the same verse of script, in the same sermon on the Mount where Jesus talked about, don't be afraid. Take no thought. Don't worry. He's also telling us to do what? Let your light so shine before men. Yep. The greatest way that Christians can really, really combat fear and overcome fear is to very wisely, very prudently, and very carefully live their life on this earth. You know, what are we supposed to do? We're supposed to occupy until Jesus comes. Mm-hmm. We're in the world, but we don't have to be of the world. Josh, yep. you know that. Oh, yes. So, what Amen. do we do? Like you said, we can go through each day seeking the Lord in prayer. Yeah. Letting our light shine, praising and worshiping God. And I tell you what else will change it too. Is is the mindset. What is Romans 12 and 2 said? I think I preached on this Sunday morning. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Yep. The mindset of the child of God and the mindset of the Christian believer should be: I'm in the world, but I'm not out of the world. I'm in a bad situation now, but Christ is greater than that situation. Yep, he is greater than that. And I'm not going to give in to panic. I'm not going to give in to fear. I'm going to trust God. Proverbs 3 and 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Verse 6 says, In all your ways acknowledge him and he'll direct your path. When we lean on our own understanding, you know what that is, Josh? This is never going to work out right. This is terrible. Uh, this is a disaster. Uh, it's going to ruin me. I'm going to lose. I'm going to lose everything. But the child of God says, my Lord is in control. Yep. The Lord is my light, my salvation. Whom shall I fear? So the real, the real encouraging word that you're giving us in this podcast this morning is we need to not give into fear,
0: but we need to stand strong in faith. And I think one of the biggest things this time, and Mm -hmm. this is a trial that God has given us. Mm -hmm. And, and Mm -hmm. one day when we get up to heaven as Christians, he's going to, he's going to look at you and go, okay, Okay. you had this coronavirus I sent you that that's been put out here. How did you respond to it? Did Mm -hmm. you respond in a way where God says, well done, Mm -hmm. or he's going to sit and say, Hey, you freaked out, and I couldn't tell you apart from your neighbor who's no. not a Christian, who's no. going to hell. And yeah. you know when you should have. What's the hell? And you get to go, over here going, well, you took the time to be Jesus in this yes. situation, yes. and and this yes. is what I want to post to everybody in yep. that is in this situation, mm-hmm. and what's going on. Don't worry about it, no. because remember this: Jesus did what? What did He do for us? He no. went, to a, went to a cross and He cross, died, he died and He us. conquered. And so, so we have no fear of no. anything, for He conquered no. death, sin, disease, the whole shebang. Yes. This is just a victory God's given us, mm-hmm. so that way he, His glory can be proclaimed among the nations, mm-hmm. so we can sit there and say, "Glory be to God and the Most mm-hmm. High, for Amen. for He is King and He's and, and and." We should take this moment in time, and we should literally look at everyone and say, "Hey, I'm Mm -hmm. not going to fear tomorrow, no, no. because it's in the Lord's hands for for what He do. He conquered tomorrow for us,
1: and He will do that." And the thing, and thing I want to, I want to leave everybody with, and encourage everybody to do, is to continue to live your life, walk in faith, pray seek the Lord, take this time since everybody's being quarantined and everybody, maybe this is a time for God to get us back to him. I know.
0: Yeah. I know well, we're, we're going back yeah. into the word. Yeah. And I, mean,
1: in. I mean, the one thing I've been doing a lot is I've been reading my Bible and, and spending time in prayer. now that I, you know, and I told my my wife, I said, I'm going to spend some time fasting over the next several couple of weeks to get my heart and my mind just recalibrated. And I think the Lord is going to do that. So keep your faith, uh, keep your faith sharpened and, and strong. Pray, stay in the word, and walk in faith and not in fear. Be the best thing to say.
0: Amen. Amen to that.